0: Election Day 2022. The power's in your hands. Get out the vote. You got to get these people out of office. They got to leave. Your turn to weigh in. I see who my candidates are. and Come in, I make my choice. The $1.9 billion drawing postponed. We are unable to bring you the Powerball drawing. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. Election Day 2022 is here. Polling places are open and Americans are deciding contests that could shift the balance of power in Washington. President Biden rallied in Maryland last night. This election is not a referendum. It's a choice between two very different visions of America. Former President Trump campaigned in Ohio. Vote Republican in a giant Red wave. More than 40 million voters cast early ballots. This morning, people were lined up outside polling places before they opened. Republicans are optimistic they can retake the House. Control of the Senate comes down to six toss-up contests. Our team coverage begins in the key battleground state of Pennsylvania, where Wendy Gillette has been talking to voters in Pittsburgh. In the toss-up Pennsylvania Senate race between Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz, it may come down to undecided voters like Pam Janovac. I purposely wait because everybody's said all of the foolish things they're going to say in debates and everybody's had their ads out there and then I feel like I can look at everybody's track record. She's still on the fence. Polls showed the candidates separated by just a point or two. I'm Jim Cressula in Atlanta. There's already talk in this battleground state of possible December runoff elections. Republican Governor Brian Kemp is facing a challenge from Democrat Stacey Abrams in a repeat of their 2018 showdown. Democratic Senator Ralphie L. Warnock is being challenged by former football player Herschel Walker. Very important to vote. There are issues on both sides. Georgia could see record voter turnout for a midterm election. I'm Steve Futterman in Las Vegas. Here in Nevada, the battle for the U.S. Senate is close. I think it is a toss-up. Some polls show the race between incumbent Democrat Catherine Cortez Masto and Republican Adam Laxalt is a dead heat. Both candidates are campaigning to the very end. Last night, Cortez Masto appealing to her voters. We are going to win this. up and down the ticket. And yesterday, canvassers were going door-to-door urging people to campaign their right, yeah, We're just reminding mm-hmm. people about the election tomorrow. CBS's Adriana Diaz well, is in Appleton, Wisconsin. In true Wisconsin fashion, the polling shows it's going to be a photo finish. On election eve, Democratic Senate candidate Mandela Barnes, Wisconsin's lieutenant governor, talked kitchen table issues from supporters living room. He told us his supporters will turn out to oppose Republican Senator Ron Johnson's positions on abortion, Medicare and jobs. Johnson rode into a cheering crowd. He focused on the economy and the need for for unity. I'm Stephen Kaufman in Prescott, Arizona, where it's a toss-up for both the governor's contest and the Senate race. University of Arizona political scientist Samar Clark says with a population of 5 million, Metro Phoenix's Maricopa County is the one to watch. Phoenix and surrounding Phoenix are really shifting toward the Democrats. Klar says that's because the county has been turning blue the last 10 years. As goes Metro Phoenix, so goes Arizona. Many voters will choose not just between candidates, but they'll decide key issues as well. CBS's Matt Piper takes a look at some of them. The measures range from enshrining abortion rights in five states, including California and Michigan, to five states voting to possibly eliminate language that allows slavery as punishment in prisons. Recreational marijuana will appear on midterm ballots in five states, including the Dakotas and Arkansas. Voters in Ohio and Louisiana are deciding whether to prohibit non-citizens from voting in local elections, while in Arizona, more strict voter ID requirements are on the ballot. The White House says there are No credible threats to election security. Amid concerns over potential voter intimidation at polling places, the Justice Department has sent monitors to 24 states to ensure federal voting rights laws are being followed. Correspondent Jeff Pagay says officials are also keeping close tabs on the potential for foreign interference. Cyber officials say China has been active spreading disinformation in a way it hasn't seen before, seeking to sow chaos by manipulating social media. But we're also being told that U.S. cyber teams believe the threat from from hackers is lower than it has been in the past. The Election News promises to run into next week. Former President Trump is hinting he'll make a bid for a return to the White House. This is what he said at a Republican rally in Ohio last night. I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15. At Mar-a-Lago. Last week, he said he probably would run. Tune in for in-depth reporting and analysis of the midterm elections tonight on CBS News. If you woke up, checked your Powerball numbers to see if you were the next billionaire and wound up scratching your head, here's why. Because of a technical problem tonight, we are unable to bring you the Powerball drawing at this time. As soon as we're able to resolve the issue and conduct the drawing, it will be available for viewing. Officials say one participating lottery needed more time to meet required security protocols. The drawing for the record $1.9 billion prize is expected to take place sometime today. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is reliving a horrifying moment in her first televised interview since the hammer attack on her husband at their home in San Francisco last month. She tells CNN she was inside her apartment in Washington, D.C. when she found out. I hear the doorbell ring and think. It's five-something. It must be the wrong apartment. No, It rings again, and then bang, 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 bang. I'm very scared. I see the Capitol Police, and they said, we have to come in to talk to you. And I'm thinking, my children, my grandchildren. I never thought it would be Paul. 82-year-old Paul Pelosi is recovering after surgery for a skull fracture. Mrs. Pelosi says the incident will impact her decision on whether to retire if Democrats lose control of the House. Another Marvel superhero claims sexiest man alive status. Chris Evans, who plays Captain America at the movies, is People Magazine's 2022 hunk of the year. It's something that is, as I become old and saggy that I can look back and say, I remember then. I mean, really, this would just be a point of, like, bullying to my friends. Evans takes over for Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, who wore last year's crown. A royal TV treat, The Crown, drops tonight. And it's already igniting a firestorm in the UK. Duty. Season 5 takes viewers into the 1990s, and several reviewers here claim The Crown has gone from classy to trashy. This has clearly crossed a line. Royal historian Robert Hardman. This series doesn't just reimagine things. It actually takes things it knows not to be true, makes more things up, and leaves you with a very distorted picture. Two former prime ministers, John Major and Tony Blair, are livid at how their private audiences with the Queen are depicted. Complete and utter rubbish are just some of the words used. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A key ingredient in beer, maybe just what the doctor ordered for people with dementia. Italian researchers say four common varieties of hop flower extracts were able to block amyloid beta proteins from clumping around brain cells. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.